You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Spin the globe, put your finger down. Encyclopedia eyes, round and round. Where to go, what to do. Watching the paint
There's a million ways to die Should've left me way back Should've left me way back By the roadside It's a bitter taste
That's uh, Gloria, obviously, if you didn't uh, hear the <laughs> tagline repeated over and over. Um, there's a reason why I'm playing it, though, here on My Friend's Place, and that'd be GUTLP Gainesville. On this day, uh, August 26, 2004, Gloria Singer, Laura Brannigan, dies from a cerebral, cerebral try that again, aneurysm in uh, I mean, East Cohog, I suppose. I only know Cohog because of uh, the family guy, but anyway, uh, in New York. At the young age of 52, so pretty sad news leading off uh, my friend's place this week here. Like I said, on WGOTLP Gainesville, um, so played that in her honor. Wow, 52 years old, and uh, Laura Brannigan dies. <sighs> what a great way to lead off the show. But um, before we get into more of <laughs> this day in music history here on my friend's place, let's talk about some of the things you heard in a very 80s heavily influenced uh, warm-up mix. Leading things off, maybe the only thing that wasn't Super 80s, although it kind of had a new wave vibe, it was Philip Robos with Vacant Street. Then you had the cure Hot, 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 because it has been hot, 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 hot here in the studio the last couple of weeks. But the good news is, apparently it looks like the Civic Media Center has their uh, air conditioning uh, working again, which basically means... That the building itself is down to 81, which uh, puts the studio probably around 84 because we're kind of in a little shoebox. So uh, I'll take 84 over uh, what we had last week, which was 86 in the main building. Meaning, when you were listening to my friend's place last week, you, it was probably about 90 degrees here in the studio. So uh, thank you for the great folks at the Civic Media Center who allow us to record here each and every week and for whoever signed the work order to get the air conditioning <laughs> repaired because it makes a huge difference, uh, not surprisingly. Um, after that, you had Museum of Love, which features the drummer from LCD Sound System and not surprisingly, a lot of their output musically sounds like uh, LCD Sound System, particularly that song, which is called Hotel at Home. Uh, then one you've heard a few times now, both on my friend's place and my other uh, more kind of electronic-focused music show called a Cramble Mix Show. Also, I think you've heard it on Stripped a few times, or at least one time, because it was open in the window when I got here. But that's Angel Olsen with Safety Dance. So it kind of went uh, to the 80s vibe at that point. Then you had a new one, speaking of the 80s, but a new song from Duran Duran, More Joy. That one features Chai. Uh, after that, More 80s Goodness, another new one from a great 80s um, artist. You had Billy Idol with Bitter Taste, and then... Right after that, you had Laura Brannigan with Gloria. So let's do a little bit of this day in music history from my friend's place. Just mentioned a second ago, kind of started out with really bummer uh, news. Uh, 2004, on August 26th, uh, Laura Brannigan dies. Then uh, let's go to 2005. Let's something a little bit more like uplifting, I suppose. A post office in Los Angeles on this day officially renames itself after Ray Charles, due to its proximity to the studio where he recorded later in life. So, very cool news. I would, I, you know, if you're out in L.A. and you're looking for a place to visit and you've kind of done all the other touristy things and uh, visiting the Ray Charles post office, that might be a good, like, um, good place to go. Take a picture in front, get, you, get your selfie. Then, this is a really weird one, and I kind of vaguely aware of what happened, but I really did not know um, the extent of the story. But, so here's another bad one. In uh, 2016, August 26th, Ann Wilson's husband, yeah, from Heart, 
is arrested for assault after getting physical with, get this, Nancy Wilson's 16-year-old twin sons, which caused a huge rift, not surprisingly, between the Hart sisters who actually finished their tour using separate dressing rooms and avoiding contact with each other all the time. So I had no idea that happened when I was doing research for the show today, a little show prep. I'm going to have to dive back into that topic because that's incredibly interesting. I knew that there was some kind of problem between the sisters. I had no idea that it was anything related to this. Then let's go back to some happy news. We've gone sad, happy, sad. Let's go back to happy. 1995, August 26, Seal. Yeah, the great um, recording music artist Seal. His uh, Kiss from a Rose hits number one in the United States after being used in an awful movie. We'll talk some more about uh, good and bad movies later on the show. Regardless, it was used in Batman Forever, which is a horrible Batman movie. And then uh, Seal actually said, I owe my career to Joel Schumacher, who directed that movie, um, referring to, uh, obviously, the uh, film that he used his song in. So, anyway, he from that film, uh, from uh, 1995, yeah, from 1995, here is Seal's Kiss from a Rose. Almost played the Sasha remix of this one, which I really love, but it's 13 minutes long and uh, way too long to play on the radio. But anyway... Here's the original version from Seal, Kiss from a Rose from the Batman Forever soundtrack. Yeah. 
There's so much a man can tell me, so much he can say. You remain my power, my pleasure, my pain. To me, you're like a grown addiction that I can't deny. Now, won't you tell me, is that healthy, baby? But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become a large and the light? That you shine can't be seen
Inside. 
All right, there you go. That's Joy Formidable Sabier along with my hand slipping and hitting a launch button for the song that's going to come in after the break. So apologize for that. So anyway, thank you so much for listening uh, today to my friend's place here on WGOT LV Gainesville. Thank you for supporting uh, WGOT Gainesville. Uh, just a reminder, if you're listening on your car ride home, your drive home, you can uh, continue listening to the show once you get home by going to the WGOT.org uh, website. Or maybe you live in one of the places in Gainesville where the signal's not very strong and you have a phone. Well, you can stream anytime, again, through that WGOT.org uh, website. Also, if you want to hear past episodes or hear this one again, maybe... Or maybe you want to hear my other electronic music show, which is a Cranwell Mix Show. That's really easy to find online by just simply doing a Google search for Cramela, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Somehow, I'm the only Cramela still in the world, although there's a wine that has a really similar spelling to me that's really encroaching on my numbers. So uh, I'm Cramela, again, C-R-A-M-E-L-A. And here's what you heard in the last half hour of music before we do a little bit of Cramela news. Leading things off after the break. You had Seal, who hit uh, number one on this day in 1995, Kiss from a Rose. After that, brand new Future Islands with Peach. Then, brand new uh, James Blake, Life is Not the Same. Then, brand new, I see there's a theme going here. Brand new uh, Gaudi meets the Rebel Dread, featuring uh, Emily Capel. That's EMC squared. A little bit of dub reggae happening, and you will hear that for sure next week if you're listening to my friend's place. Uh, after that, not new music. Well, not new music for my friend's place anyway. Lady Hawk, Think About You. After that, you had Matthew E. White with Nested. Then it was Hoaxed with Candlemaster. And you are now officially called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So let's do a little bit of Cramlin news uh, for uh, My Friend's Place. Story number one. And super interesting. And you probably already heard this. So eh, sorry if it's not breaking news, but... Uh, Nirvana is actually being sued, you might be saying. Why? Well, most of you probably know. Uh, Nirvana is actually being sued uh, from the baby that was on Nevermind's album cover. One of the absolute most iconic album covers of all time. Uh, Earlier today, I was trying to think, what has a more identifiable um, album cover than Nevermind from Nirvana? The only one I could think, and I'm sure there are probably some others, uh, the first thing that popped in my mind was uh, the Beatles, uh, Abbey Road. Then kind of thought a little bit, maybe nothing shocking from uh, Jane's Addiction, but regardless, here's what's going on. So I'm sure probably almost, uh, almost, I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this show is familiar with the uh, cover of Nirvana's Nevermind with the baby swimming after the dollar bill on a hook. And for a long time, there wasn't really much going on. So here's what's happening. This is from the BBC.com. Uh, the cover, actually, let's start again. Spencer Eldon, the man who was photographed as a baby on the album cover uh, for Nirvana's Nevermind, is suing the band alleging sexual exploitation. The cover depicts Eldon as a four-year-old, uh, month-old. Try that again. The cover depicts Eldon as a four-month-old, because that's kind of different than a four-year-old, uh, swimming in a swimming pool, grasping for a dollar bill that's being dangled in front of him on a fishing line. Eldon is now 30 and says his parents never signed a release authorizing the use of his image in an album. And he is alleging right now that the nude images constitute child pornography. Now, in the United States, 
when you have an infant, usually things that are quote-unquote non-sexualized, uh, they are generally not considered child pornography under the United States law. For example, when you take that, well, for example, in the old days, there was like kind of a cliche where you take a picture of your naked baby on a bearskin rug. That technically would not be child pornography. But um, Eldon's lawyer, Robert Y. Lewis, in, argues that the inclusion of the dollar bill which was actually superimposed after the photograph was taken, makes the minor seem like a sex worker. Uh, so the legal case also alleges that Nirvana had promised to uh, cover Eldon's genital sticker, but the agreement was not upheld. So really interesting case there. And I don't know, it seems a little bit like a money grab. I also kind of see the point that they're uh, going to make. Probably what's going to happen is somewhere in the middle, they're going to reach some kind of an agreement, some kind of resolution. But we will definitely uh, keep you up to date. And I'm sure uh, probably you'll hear this on um, Bread Show Stripped and a few others about this uh, interesting <laughs> development with Nirvana getting sued by the, the naked baby um, from the Nevermind cover. Uh, and a little bit more uplift, well, kind of uplifting. <laughs> There's always got to be a caveat this day in the COVID-19 age. But uh, here we go. Uh, this is from uh, ncherald.co.nz. The Wiggles. Now, that's going to probably evoke a really strong emotion from you one way or the other. Um, I had children that grew up with it. I've actually attended a Wiggles concert. And you know what? I don't really have a problem with them. I have really fond memories of watching the DVDs over and over again. But uh, some people consider them uh, of the devil. I'm not one of those people, but uh, whether you do or whether you don't, this story is actually really cool. So, uh, Coronavirus Australia, how the Wiggles helped save the life of a COVID-19 patient with Down syndrome. And this is just a really cool, sweet uh, story here. In uh, Melbourne, Australia, not Melbourne, Florida, where I grew up, but Melbourne, Australia, an ICU nurse tracked down the Wiggles and asked them to help save the life of a COVID-19 patient with Down syndrome. Sarah Kelly is a person who has Down syndrome, and she was actually in the intensive care unit with COVID-19, unable to breathe. However, um, they could not get Sarah to uh, keep her oxygen tubes in. So she got worse and worse, and her uh, condition continued to deteriorate, could not get those oxygen, oxygen tubes uh, in. So basically, knew um, that she loved the Wiggles because that was always what she was watching on her iPad and decided to track them down. Uh, so he actually went to the Wiggles and asked them to uh, produce a video encouraging her to basically um, wear the nasal prongs. I guess that's uh, Australian for like the, the hoses, that, or hoses, the, anyway, what it's called. So the things that go inside your nose Basically, they tracked down the Wiggles to do that. As soon as they received his request, the children's entertainers were ready to wiggle, and they actually took the time to record a very special, uh, special pay, uh, try again, special message for the patient. In their recording, uh, the Wiggles actually convinced Sarah to wear her nasal prongs and take deep breaths, and uh, that's exactly what she needed to stay alive, according to the nurse. Then, after five weeks in the hospital including, no joke, three weeks in a coma. Kelly is now ready to um, have home as part of her recovery. 
I think it's from the highlight of my career, said the ICU nurse. So incredible story. That's so cool. The Wiggles, a band that I know if you're a parent, you may have a negative thought or two about them. But uh, basically using um, their influence to do something really, really good. So um, that wraps up your Cramla uh, news of the week. And let's go into some more new music. Um, so let's do some electronic stuff. Here you go. You got Lone Mouth of God here on My Friend's Place.
calls in meltdown and I miss ya The world calls in meltdown and I miss ya Earthquakes may happen and the heavens open If something's gonna kill me it might as well be
That is Nation of Language, This Fractured Mind. You've heard it a couple times before here on My Friend's Place, and you'll hear it at least one or two more times because i um, really digging that song and really enjoying some of the releases we've heard this summer um, from Nation of Language and a few other groups. So anyway, uh, we're getting close to the end of the show, but before we do so, let's tell you about what you just heard in the last half hour of music. Very much channeling some Rabbit in the Moon Early, not early, I guess mid-90s uh, rave. Um, I don't really know how to say it because uh, everyone has their own different definition. Let's just say Simons. So uh, very much channeling some early Simons breakbeat. Early to mid-90s, you heard Lone Mouth of God leading things off. Then a new one from uh, the band Garbage, speaking of things from the 90s, that are still around. Really enjoyed that uh, song from them. It's called Androgyny, the Rough Mix. Then you heard The Stranglers, If Something's Going to Kill Me, It Might As Well Be Love, which, oh, that's a great song title, by the way. And then, um, yeah, you're officially caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So... Let's do a little bit of uh, movie reviews, I suppose, is where we're at in this part of the show. So I've got a bunch, but I'm actually only going to focus on two because I'm, again, like always, running a little bit behind uh, my schedule. And first up, I want to tell you about a movie that I really, 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 really liked. And I think um, you will really, really like it, too. It is called Annette. So Annette is a musical and before I go any further, I hate musicals. I am not a musical person. So the fact that um, I'm even talking about a musical or the fact that I actually really like this movie kind of tells you something. Now, that could mean, if you're a musical person, that what I'm about to tell you is totally horrible and you're going to hate it because I am not a musical person. But anyway, Annette, a movie that I totally would have never known anything about other than the fact that Edgar Wright did the Sparks Brother uh, documentary that actually attended with uh, Fred Souders. So if you're listening live on Thursday evening, Fred and I went to that movie, and then Glenn Richards and another guy. And uh, it's actually the first movie I'd seen in the theater in quite some time, but that is a great movie. And you've heard me recommend that on the show before. Basically, it studies the uh, or tells you the history of this uh, Sparks Brother going way, way back to the early 80s. So did not really know much of anything about the Smart Sparks Brothers until I saw that documentary. Part of the documentary near the end is the fact that they're doing a musical with a French director, and it's called Annette. So I put it in the back of my mind. I was kind of sitting around on a Sunday evening. I'm basically waiting for 100-foot wave to start playing on HBO, which it's a live show. So it starts around 9 p.m. on Sundays. And it's like, okay, um, what could I do to, you know, maybe kill some time or, you know, kind of make things go faster until 9 p.m. rolls around? And, like, right in the corner of my screen, because i am got Amazon, i got a Fire Stick, and then right up there I'm like, oh, there's Annette. And then I decided to put it on. I'm like, okay, I'm watch, like, five or ten minutes of this, and then I'll watch uh, 100-foot wave coming up at 9 p.m., and then... Two hours later, I'm still watching Annette, which is amazing. It is a really super weird, super interesting musical. Um, like I said, it's got the Sparks Brothers music in it. It's got a great director. And best of all, it's got Adam Driver. And I remember in the very early days of Girls, if you remember that show on HBO, 
seeing Adam Driver. And around that same time, right when that show started out, they're like, okay, he's also going to be like one of the main villains in Star the Star Wars series. I'm like, are you kidding me? How is this guy going to pull that off? And here we are many, many, many years later, and he is for sure one of the greatest actors of this generation, and he is bonkers insane in Annette. So highly recommend that. It's on uh, Amazon. I hate to give Jeff Bezos, or Jeff Bezos any like publicity, but if you have Amazon.com and you want something that's kind of weird and offbeat, not a traditional musical at all, then definitely watch Annette because it is wild. So the next movie, though, um, The Green Knight, is even better and the green knight basically is kind of a modern take on like all the arthurian legends in a really wild and crazy way so again i'm watching uh started the green knight didn't know much at all about the director david lowry i've seen like a thing here and there from him and then about an hour into the green knight i am just completely and I mean completely mesmerized about how beautiful this movie is. And I know I posted this, I think I posted it either on my Facebook page or someone else's. It is for sure the most beautiful looking, looking, right, visually, movie since Ex Machina. And interestingly enough, I found it after that I had posted that, after the movie had aired, that actually one of the main actresses in uh, Ex Machina, uh, Alexandra Vic- Vikander, She's also in uh, Green Knight, and I just I can't I can't <laughs> say how much I love the Green Knight uh, uh, enough. It is so weird. It is so beautiful. It is such an in- interesting original take, like on all the knights and Renaissance and medieval stuff. And it is a- an amazing movie. And it hasn't quite started streaming yet, but as soon as you see the Green Knight pop up. Um, available for you to rent or stream for free well for free quote unquote you're probably paying for the service it is very much worth it because it is such an original movie i was just blown away by it so um there you go there's two picks of the week definitely watch annette a musical um if you have amazon prime and uh, also Green Knight, and it will pop up somewhere sometime. You can rent it right now, I believe, for uh, low cost. But um, both of those, two of the best movies of the year for me, and they will both be in my top ten movie uh, list at the end of the year. So anyway, here is some of the music um, from that, or excuse me, here's some of that music from Annette, which is, of course, the Sparks Brother, but also featuring Adam Driver and Marianne Cotillard, who are doing the singing on it. So uh, here is a song from that musical soundtrack. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So, may we start? So may we start. time to start. It's time to start My time to start They hope that it goes the way 
it's supposed to go There's fear in them all, but they can't let it show They're underprepared, but that may be enough The budget is large, but still, it's not enough So may we start
go your returning champion this week is Anna Pryor from the French group metronomy waiting for the chirping to stop <laughs> anyway uh, that is thank Ugh, more chirping oh my goodness anyway great song love it super housey pop vibe going there with Anna Pryor thank you for nothing and uh, thank you for everything thank you for listening and supporting WGOT uh, LP Gainesville without a uh, supporters like you there's really no point actually running a 24-hour day seven day a week radio station so here is what you heard in the last half hour of music before i hand things either over to fred which will be live on thursdays also uh hr on fridays or to uh markets on sundays so here's what you just heard um Really recommended two movies this week, one of them being Green Knight. Love that movie. Will be a top two or three movie for me this year. Also, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not a musical fan, but I love the new musical featuring uh, the Sparks Brothers music. It's called Annette, and you heard a song from that soundtrack from Sparks, Adam Driver, and Marion uh, Cotillard. So may we start. Uh, then after that, you had Brian Starr with uh, All My Friends. And then it was Matt Pond's Spaceland, which features uh, Matthew Calls. Then another new song from Sate Entienne. Super excited they're making new music. Uh, that one's called Pinlop. Then it was uh, Cryo Geyser with Bed. And after that, you had uh, Hannah Vu with Everybody's Birthday. And now I think you're officially called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. As I've mentioned multiple times uh, during the show, you can uh, support WGOT by going to Patreon and searching for WGOT. If you want to hear uh, my past episodes, you can find me online by simply typing in Cramla. 
And then other than that, I have no other news uh, for you or anything to say. So I'm going to head out of here and turn things over to the next DJ. Um, before I do so, I do want to say thank you to everyone who listens and supports WGOT. Uh, I am Kramla, and I am out. <laughs>